It started at Royal Rumble, then it continued at In Your House, and then Monday Night Raw, Vader Time will be in at WrestleMania. Then there'll be one happy camper left. James E. Cornette, I only got one thing to say to you. So Yokozuna is your favorite wrestler? Absolutely. Tell me why. Oh my God. He used to come up on a scene. I love his ponytail. I love how he used to fuck people up. Fuck the other wrestlers up, basically. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I gotta keep it up. We ain't gonna just sugarcoat shit. R.I.P. Yokozuna. I love, I loved everything about him. I loved his weight. I love that he felt comfortable in his weight to come out and do something special and make basically kick ass. His promos was great too. He had a crazy ass match with, uh, I think it was. Uh, Undertaker mm-hmm. for WrestleMania. I swear he that lost when I was that. little. He might have lost it, but he was still my favorite. I mean, you he was, get... He was my favorite, You too. get good... He was, he's in there. I just want to say this. Whether you win or lose... <coughs> that I don't pick people if, because if they win or lose, I No, pick, that's not me either. It's character. No, I pick my... Storyline. Not only storyline, but I pick my favorites by... People having the courage to be up there and be exactly who they are in front of the world. But see, the thing is, they know who they are. They, who they created. It's a character that they created or but, somebody in creative created. But they still but had confidence to do it. There was, other, there was times, like right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like AEW. Right. You, you have anybody that you particularly see in, in that? AED, in AEW? Yeah. Well, you already know I'm a WWE fan, and but with that being said, Chris Jericho. Oh my God, I love him. And the ones from the Bronx. What's their names? Proud and powerful. I wanted. They names to be corrected because when they come out, I'm not trying to say nothing, but the one with the hair, I don't know their names. I'm being honest, but I like them. I like I, I like them. The ones, that, all of them that come out with Chris Jericho, um, like um, what's his name, Sami Zayn, and um, oh, but which one that you be saying is my cousin? He, I don't know if he a part of AEW, but. He's one of my favorite wrestlers too. Who are you talking about? The one that's Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I like you put me on to um the one that was in Luce, the one that um fought for Japan. What's his name? You and Mikey and I was talking about him before. I listen uh-huh. to your podcast. I'm on your podcast right now. This is a promotion within a promotion. Is this still um, Rookies and Rebels? Now nah, let me stop fucking with you. I'm high right now. <laughs> you should. This should have been a moment when you said, this is my wife, by the way. Um, I'm interviewing you. That's not my job right now. Okay, whatever. Um, top five wrestlers. I told you don't do that top five shit. But you had to, right? You had to take it. So you ain't gonna like who was on my list. 
But since I said, I know it's not gonna be nobody in WCW or AEW. I'm about to, or ECW. I'm about to. I'm about to blow your, your. You gotta give me ten because hello the females. You can put females in the top five. No, I can't. It's an uneven. What three females and two guys? And you know damn well it's more than two guys out that will be on my top twenty, top ten, bro. All right, top ten. Oh, my number one is Roman Reigns. Okay. He's not better than The Rock. But he's not my favorite from The Rock family. I just told you he was my favorite. Arizona. Yeah. And, um, Rakishi. First is Yokozuna. Um, The Rock's father. Andre the... Th- oh, I was about to what say. What made you stop watching? I was about to say yeah. Andre the Thousand of High. Andre the Giant. What made you stop watching? I stopped watching wrestling because really, you want to know something. And shout out to this girl. She my home girl. We went to the WWE cafe together, and the Rock beat the sh- the Rock slammed um Triple H on our table. Yeah. Um. Shout out to my girl Omara. Yeah. Um. We went to school together from elementary to junior high. I fucks well. I fucks with my whole family. And I know what's up. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, because y'all going to be supporting my podcast and Rookies and Rebels. But um, back to the thing. I never been to an official WWE match. But I went to the WWE Cafe in the best day of my life. But they food is expensive. Seriously. And... I skipped school with Omira and got busted because they ended that same night. And but it was great. It was great. That's the greatest story that you had. It was great. The burger was amazing. The Wait, Rock. Was there a match that you seen like for real, and you felt something? Oh, um, the you know the nineties era. 1999, Chris Jericho made me, I'm not going to lie, he, he had me laughing so much, I almost peed on myself because it was New Year's, and I was getting drunk when, I, when my mother went to sleep. Uh, They still had bottles of Alizé and shit in the kitchen because my aunts and them, they cooked up a storm, and me and my brothers and them, we was like, fuck it, that Y2K shit going to happen, we stayed in the house, we going to watch wrestling, we going to watch the old wrestling tapes. Nigga, I'm going to take your champ, your fake championship belt because you're walking around the house with it. Yo, we destroyed my mother's living room, by the way. And um, we cleaned that shit up before she got up, though, because my mother don't play no games. Um, My brothers and them used to order fucking fights and get me in trouble for that shit. But I paid them back. I ordered porn and blamed them. So, you know, we even. Um... Back to the wrestling talk. Yeah. Um, Let's get back to the porn. Why though? No, Why we're not getting you? back to porn. Okay? That's my business. You stay out of it. All right, look. Keep it wrestling right now. Okay. okay. Back to you wrestling. You have your top five for porn movies of all Hell time. Hell yeah. You They're know, all going to be black and white because no, she's like 87 years old. No, I'm not. I'm 35. They're all going to be something to do with vampires. All right, babe. I mean, April, look.
shit's really hit the fan. The guys in the crew are going crazy. A couple of them have flown the coop already. I don't know how long we're going to stay in the air. So what you think about, what was that scene about? That was the opening scene of Dawn of the Dead. That's one of my favorites, because you see when the um, camera zooms into her, before it's the camera stop, it zooms into her slowly while her, she sleep, mm-hmm. sitting up at her job, and then one of her co-workers shake her like, what the hell's wrong with you? That part was scary. It was like um, the it was like the director put a panic moment in the beginning where he showed the beginning where everybody was panicking, like the news people. The news people didn't know what the fuck to do. They stood on their ears as long as they could have. That just tells me that some shit like that could happen in real life. Like, what if um, what if the shit that happened on 9-11 happened again, God forbid, and everybody's in a panic and all that shit. The end is, the end is amazing, too. Because so much shit happened. Because I don't want to spoil you here for people. Some people haven't seen Dawn of the Dead. And people be like, how they still didn't see Dawn of the but Dead what we original? To, what we're trying to do is explain the impact of that one movie. Because that movie was also impacted by a movie as well. It Actually, it a, that movie... You know what movie I'm talking about, right? What? Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. That movie that movie actually sparked all of the, all the zombie movies. Right. Because when you really think about it, the same message that they were trying to give with that movie is still relevant today. That we all as one in American society if it was a pandemic, say like COVID. We just I don't know if the pandemic is over. It's just, but some people didn't believe while we was going through it, that it was really happening. And that's the same message I think Donna the Dead gives you too. When some shit happens, it, but in Donna the Dead, at four, even at four years old, I knew that that movie in the beginning caused mass hysteria because you had people saying it was one thing. You had two television shows within the news station. They were showing two guys. Like, if you go a little bit past the lady dreaming, like, probably 10 or 15 more minutes into the movie, you'll see a black man and a white man arguing, not respecting each other's opinion at all. They were saying that don't. Um, just like nobody knew how to fix COVID in the beginning. They, Trump said, yes, inject the people with bleach. 
that guy on Dawn of the Dead was like, um, we need to kill these things and shoot them in the head. And then the other man, they was debating over whether to kill people or to um, just keep them in a facility so that they could find a cure. Tell me about this. What? The worst thing is to go through a pandemic back then and now. Oh. You remember this trailer? Yeah. Who don't remember the this kids trailer? Of Elm Street I wasn't born in 1984, but I saw this movie. But something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? <laughs> we just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. There's a coroner got to say. In the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't. She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Tell me about that movie, like, when was the first time you seen Dawn of the Dead? The first time I saw Dawn of the Dead, I guess I was like four years old. I had it on VHS. Hey, you know the um, small TVs, the portable 19 inches? My uncle got me that in a VCR, and I had that. Um, Dawn on the Dead on tape, and I had the Fat Boys, and I had Freddy Krueger recording all on the same tape. What makes that movie legendary for you? Oh, man. You know, before it was graphics, it was just the hard work that people put, like the made makeup artists and stuff, and probably what they did to the zombies and how they looked it. They looked it so scary, and it wasn't no that much special effects. And then you already know Tom Silvani, he's a he's a genius. Like he really is though. And he's in a movie. He's in a he's in a clip at the end. Like a cameo. He does a cameo. He played one of the bikers. Right. But he's also the makeup artist on that set. That was the part when they was in the mall stealing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what makes that movie the inspiration to do other movies like that in shows like The Walking Dead that movie probably is the template for The Walking Dead because you see the zombies on The Walking Dead mm -hmm. those zombies are amazing too and the zombies that's um in Dawn of the Dead 
It's like, oh my god, like they was creepy as fuck. <laughs> the original Night of the Living Dead Zombies, they didn't scare me as much. So when we got up to the movie Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of, oh speaking of Dawn of the Dead part, um the remake of Night of the Living Dead, Tom Savini. Um the remake of um Night of the Living Dead. Tom Savini worked on that set too. And um it's just so it's just amazing. It's so many movies, a zombie movies inspired by Dawn of the Dead, the original. But I think that it people say that Night of the Living Dead was the best. I disagree. Dawn of the um Dawn of the Dead is my favorite movie of all times when it comes to zombies. But um when they remake um, Dawn of the Dead with Rain Rames and Micaiah Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. just because they had big names in the movie doesn't make the doesn't make the remake better <laughs> at all. The original, the original outweighs the remake all the time. Right. You know what they say? Don't fuck with the originals. <laughs> now I know this is a hard question for anybody to ask because we're fans of certain genres, but. What is your top ten horror movies of all time? Damn, I I, been, I was born in nineteen eighty six, but I didn't watch um, horror movies from the nineteen thirties. And people gonna be like, "What is she talking about horror movies from the nineteen thirties?" They are movies out there. If you ever been, if I live in New York City, I grew up in New York City. If you ever been to a ninety nine cent store, that's where all the old time horror movies are. I kid you not. It's better than buying it off of eBay, and it's better than buying it off of Amazon. Fuck that. I've had to save a grip. You can get... Remember them CDs that used to get uh, a rack of CDs for 99 cents? Well, you could get a rack of horror movies for 99 cents. Yeah. I kid you and not. Kung Fu movies. Kung Fu movies. Oh, and t- any TMC movie. Because mm-hmm. I bought my princess, Little Princess collection. Oh, right. If you can't give me top 10. Oh, okay. I'm about to give you my you top 10. You can give me the top 5. All right, my top five because we're running out of time. No, we're not running out of any time. We're having a conversation. What are you talking about? All right. Top ten. My top ten. Counting down. Ten. Okay. Um, The Chainsaw Massacre. The whole collection. Original. They don't have to be in order. It just have to be ten. All right. Chainsaw Massacre. The whole collection. Freddy Krueger. The whole collection. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. It's, it's a couple of movies made. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, eight. Night of the Living Dead. Dawn of the Dead, number seven. Number six, I will have to say, um, what movie scared the fuck out of me? Copycat is not a horror movie. It could be considered a cop movie because it's about serial killers, but that scared the shit out of me. I still won't watch that movie by myself. Sorry. Uh, the, the fact that a man could go in a fucking bathroom wearing lady shoes and... And nobody noticed what the fuck he did And it was mad cops around That shit is sick, it's genius, and it's scary And that could really happen in- Damn So me your top five Horror movies? Mm-hmm. My top five horror movies is um, Silence of the Land Psycho Nightmare on Elm Street Dawn of the Dead and Michael Myers.
Which one? All of them. <laughs> but if I had to choose, if I had to choose, yeah, I pick um the original, the first one. It don't tell as much, and it keeps you guessing. But on my on doing the um, if we being honest, the, my top five is hard to have a top five because if I would trade something, yeah, although I love Quentin Tarantino, I want to trade Dust to Dawn for Friday the Thirteenth because Jason's mother was a terrific serial killer. And too bad she got her head chopped off. And in if I was doing, I can't do top five. It gotta be a top twenty or ten because I have to. I gotta put add-ons to mine. Candyman daughter, she was a terrific serial killer too. If you don't, um, what else? What? Who else did the crazy kills? Um, you ever saw this movie called The Stepfather? There's two of them, right? Not the ones that came out. Not the remake. The originals. Actually, originally, there are three Stepfather movies. And the original killer from Stepfather, you know him as a comedian because you saw him on SNL. But when he did the stepfather originally, he was scary as fuck. He scared the shit out of me that I hoped that my mother would never date nobody. <laughs> oh, the original Unborn with Joey. That baby was a crazy killer. Imagine you, it's scary enough giving birth to a kid. You have to think that, oh my God, my kid is a psycho. He eats bloody steaks and, um,. That's all he eats is raw steak. My baby's expensive. He he make me spend more money on steak than milk. He actually makes me squeeze the blood of the steak in the milk. And you know what else movie was scary? Because in the end, how the fuck Rosemary Baby look? You just saw a... Roman, Pol- Roman Polanski is a fucking genius. Because... You know, I think it is a fear out there for moms. Oh my God, I hope my baby don't come out ugly. But that wasn't why, that wasn't the fear. The fear of having a kid really is, you will wish everything good in the world for your child and have a better life than you ever did. For your kid to be happy makes you happy. But, if you had a kid like Chucky, Joey, Rosemary's Baby, which we, we never heard of a name. Horror movies is a big impact on my life. It made me not be afraid of anything. So when horror movies wasn't scary to me anymore, I started watching True Crime. I started watching the ID channel. I started watching Unsolved Mysteries. I started watching the John Wall Show because the very first kid that ever came up missing, in my knowledge, was Steven Stainer from the um, the movie. I know my first name is Steven. It's not a movie. It's, it really was a movie, but it was a PSA on his life on Channel 2. It came out on CBS when we was little and I watched it. Years later, 
his brother, Carrie Stana, because everything his the little brother Stephen went through, Carrie became a serial killer. He killed the family in the same area where his little brother got kidnapped and took it, which is not too far from his house and stuff like that. And, you know, when he did, what got him caught was when he did the crime, he dropped the wallet, the little girl's wallet, her mother's wallet, and her cousin's wallet. Because it it was this mother, this, I don't want to mention the victim's names because it's sad, but it was this, um... It was this Chinese lady and her daughter and her her niece. Or I don't know if they were Chinese or one of Venezuela. They could have been either or. But I remember um, this, this, her husband rushing to the town where they found their bodies. He separated all three women. He killed the mother and daughter in the room first, the niece to Yosemite Park where he used to where the school used to take him and his brothers and them on trips he took the girl there the niece and he raped them because when he first saw them going to the hotel he thought the niece looked older than what she was you know how old the girl was she was only 12 years old and her cousin was 12 years old and the mom was old but she died they, he murdered all of them, and then he burnt their bodies. He left the girl in the park dead in the trunk and then went back to the hotel to take the other two bodies out because when when the husband called the hotel and he wasn't getting no answer from his wife, he went, when he by the time he went, they searched the room, the bodies was gone, but it was traces of blood in the room. And what is the movie called? It's not a movie. It really happened in real life. But um, if you watch the movie, I know my first name is Steven. You will, you could Google, um, on Google the movie. They don't even show the movie. I know my first name is Steven because of the brother became a serial killer. So it's like they blaming the other brother, which they can catch it on YouTube. Yeah, but not all the parts. Yeah, well, let's talk about the screen franchise. Oh, Scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. When you asked me my top five, I didn't even put Scream on there. And I, that's bullshit. I make you watch that all the time. <laughs> I really I do. How many cool. times do you think you saw Scream 3? More than 100. Oh, for the people that don't know, this is my best friend, y'all. He's interviewing me. 